Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is me and Valentina. Miss Valentina, hello. Hi, how is everybody doing? I would hope everybody's doing well, and hopefully <laughs> they're about to be doing a lot better because Valentina and I are going to share some of our worst customer experiences, and I have a feeling that some of you are going to find these humorous. So, do you want to go worst story first or the not is bad story first. I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to tell my worst to best or best to worst. Well, I guess it depends. I mean, some people might think this is not that bad. Mine has to do with money. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and tell that one. Okay, so I know some of you ladies that might be listening um, may already dance, and I know that you've probably experienced a customer who doesn't want to pay. So, (laughs) I had a customer. This is a recent and a customer who he knew up front how much everything was going to be we did topless and that was $20 and he asked me he was like hey I don't want to do a full nude can I just do topless and I said yes $20 right so we did a song and he knew he was very aware that the song was over how old was he? he he had to be I don't know, 35 to 40. Okay, not a kid. Okay, go on. He's not a kid, yeah. He's not a kid, but the way he was acting and talking, and it was just like some of the things. His argument is is worth telling because it's hilarious. So you could tell there was something off about him before before it even ended? No, he was normal. He was just like a normal other customer. Um, He didn't even strike me as the type who would not want to pay. Yeah. Four songs go by. And he is a very aware, I mean, you know the difference between one song and four songs. I mean, that's a, that's a gap. Yeah. He is very aware of what's going on. And typically when I get to four or three songs, I, I ask, do you want another song? Just because sometimes, um, and he was sober. So just because sometimes some guys may be a little bit intoxicated and you have to get their attention like, hey, uh, do you, do you want another song or, you know, we're at three, um, because $30 songs to, uh, at three, it's 90. So that's already a hundred dollars. Yeah. I always, that's my rule with $30 songs at three. I kind of snap them back in and go, Hey, do you want to keep going? Most of the time they'll say yes. Sometimes they'll just be like, Oh, okay. You know, a hundred's all I have, you know, keep the $10 tip, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So we were at we were at four, and then I just look at him and I said, "Hey, do you want another song? Because we've done four already." And no, no, I didn't say we've done four already. I said, "Do you want another song?" And then he goes, "Oh, that that was one song already." Oh. Like he he was completely sober, and he just looks at me and goes, "That was one song already." And I said, "No," and I kind of laughed because the music that was playing was very diverse. Like, it went from a rock song to hip-hop to EDM. Like, it, there was no way these songs could have been one song. Like, that's why I kind of giggled, and I was like, no, there were four songs completely different. For One of them was, like, a classic rock. Like, don't try to, like, underestimate me or something. I don't know. And then he goes, well, I just asked for one, remember? And I said, no, you just asked for the price. So this is, the, this is, this guy, okay, so his argument, he goes, I need to speak to a manager right now, and I said, okay, that's fine. I couldn't help, but, like, the whole time, I was not even angry at this point. I was just, like, kind of, like, I was amused. Okay, I, I try not to get angry, and 
that I will say, I get angry when people get physical, and I am having to tell them, no, no, no. But the money thing doesn't get me angry unless it's a lot because I try to prevent a big amount of money to to be like I, I'm not gonna sit there and do 10 songs for a guy and and not at least halfway through go hey we're at this number Good for okay, anyway yeah. so okay so I was just like amused I was like all right let me get the manager and right there the DJ the DJ of the night is usually the one in charge he, wow, that's he was weird. Managing. yeah it's a really weird thing but so the DJ um was the manager so I walked to the ma- to the DJ booth and then he looks at the DJ and goes I don't want to talk he says it's right in front of the DJ I don't want to talk to the DJ I want to talk to the manager this guy's not going to listen to me and he got really upset and he was like uh, I am the manager so what's your problem and I told him ahead of time what the situation was and he was like I only asked for a song and before this th- that DJ specifically kind of annoyed me oh. until this day I was like I just gained so much respect for him because he really like and this is a good manager or DJ or uh, strip club staff period he really like he really fought for my money and he really like looked out for me I was really really impressed with the way he was like talking to him he was like uh, you're a gr- oh because um the guy goes I'm a strip club entrepreneur or no how do you say is it entrepreneur connoisseur yeah connoisseur guy entrepreneur oh here's the I'm a strip guy connoisseur and uh I've been to many places like Las Vegas and he started naming all these places and the DJ was like I I really don't care where you've gone you're here now and if you are a strip club connoisseur then you should know that that was four songs not one and if you didn't want any more you should have stopped her and then he goes uh, he goes, well, if I go to a restaurant, this was the guy's argument, which is funny. Oh if I go to a restaurant and they bring me out a plate uh, of, you know, crab legs and I ask for shrimp, I'm not going to pay for the crab legs. And so the DJ goes, yeah, but you ate the crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you ate the crab legs, so you have to pay for them. And I just, like, started laughing because it's true. Yeah. Because you're, you know, let's say he just wanted one song. By the second song, even if a few seconds would have passed by and he would have said, hey, you know, let's stop, I would have been okay with it. Hell, I'm like nice to, even if half of the song went by, right. I would have been like, all right, that's fine. Okay, you owe me $20. But he fucking ate the crab legs because he <laughs> let three songs, extra three songs pass by. And then the DJ was like, yeah, you know, you're just getting your dick rubbed. <laughs> you're a grown man getting your dick rubbed by this beautiful lady and now you don't want to pay her what kind of connoisseur are you and he was just making him feel so bad like to the point he was embarrassing him because he said you know you think she wanted to do that like without you paying her blah 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 and it it was so funny but he ended up paying me but it was just so funny because it's true he's like oh well I didn't ask for crab legs and then we're like but you ate (laughs) so get me more of this but 
definitely do. But but uh, this guy was didn't want to pay me at all ever. But this girl said that sometimes customers will have problems at the ATM or they've pulled out too much money at once or something, and they really genuinely cannot pay you. Like, they cannot pay you at all. So what she does is she will ask for their ID and say, if you want it back, you can come back tomorrow with my money. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I've never thought about that, but that's actually kind of smart. And I actually ended up doing that with a customer, but... He was this military guy, and I and I um, before I went to ask him for lap dances, I did see him going up and down, back and forth to the ATM, and he did show me the message on the ATM that he exceeded his amount. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought of the time that girl said something, and I was like, "Hey, um, you know, this is my this is my job. Like I, 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 you know, I'm trust. I can't just go by your word, but I'm." trusting person but you're gonna have to leave me your id and he didn't hesitate he's like yeah that's fine trust me he's like i have a 24 hour um hold on uh on the card he's like i really cannot pull out money again and his friends couldn't spot him for the amount that he owed me he owed me like 150 and his friends were already spent out too so what we did is i got his number and his id and we met up at the club the next day and sure enough he gave me my money wow so that's a good thing that i had Never thought about that seven, eight years of dancing until that girl told me, hey, especially these military guys, because they need their military ID to get back on base or like, you know, things like that. So that she was like, you know, sometimes they genuinely cannot pull out money anymore. Right. So the money thing is sometimes it is a genuine thing. I've had times where customers like they're really frustrated. They go outside, call their banks because they really can't like something either they pulled out too much money or whatever the problem but you can always figure that out make sure you get their idea or something like that um because yeah that's a great idea i've never i've never thought about taking someone's id before ever um because i wouldn't think they would give it to you Good for you for asking for it, because even if he said, oh, no, yeah, I promise I'll bring it back tomorrow, he's probably not going to come back tomorrow, you know? Like, exactly. But if you have his ID, he's he has to come back tomorrow. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, then that just made me switch up my story to which one I want to tell next. So I was at Mons, and it was, like, late like, late, late. I think it was, like, 2 in the morning, and it was, a, I think it was a Sunday, so we closed at 4. And there was, like, nobody in the club. I mean, nobody. Nobody, nobody. I don't think there was anybody. There might have been one guy, maybe. And if there was, I'm sure I already talked to him. And these two guys walk in the door, a white guy and a black guy. And it it just looked like an odd friendship. And I'm not saying that because of their race. I'm saying that just because they looked... They just didn't... They looked like an odd pair to walk through the door. So they come in, and I'm like, I'm definitely dancing for that kid. Nerdy, white-looking kid with, with glasses. And he just looked, I mean, you could tell he was really nervous, but I felt like there was something off about him. I didn't know what it was. I thought, you know, it seemed like it was nerves, but it seemed a little bit weird for the strip club. Just seemed a little bit too, a little bit too nervous. So I go and I sit down with them and I tell them it's $25 a song. I'm crystal clear with people. I am because I don't like to be ripped off. So I am crystal clear with people about how much it costs and, you know, what's going on. So we do a dance. 
and as it's coming to an end, I, you know, back off of him, kind of like on my knees, pushed up a little bit over him, and I look him in the eye, and I hold up two fingers, and I say, do you want to do two? Like, I held up two fingers, and I said, do you want to do two? I am crystal clear about how how things are going, especially with people that I feel like are kind of off. He said, yes. Okay, so we go and we do another dance. And the dance ends, and I back off him again, and I look at him directly in the eye, and I hold up three fingers, and I said, do you want to do three? And he said, yes. So we do the whole thing again, and then I ask him another time, do you want to do four? And he says, yes. So we're at $100, the song ends, and I get up, and I'm talking to him, you know, friendly and everything, because I still don't know why the heck this guy seems nervous. And I said, okay. I said, well, it was nice to meet you. I was like, it's going to be $100. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm sorry, I, I don't have any money to pay you. And I think what you did with not getting mad is very admirable. Seriously, because I have seen girls cry over $20. Like, literally. I've seen girls cry over it. So I've never, ever, ever been that type. But I've gotten to the point at this point in my life that I do not like to be fucked over. I'm not a vengeful person, but I don't like to be fucked over. And I figured that was why he was nervous, because he knew he wasn't going to pay me. So I am angry. Like, because I knew, because that had to have been the reason why he was nervous, because he already knew he wasn't going to pay me. So, like, I'm literally, there have been a few times in my life that I can think of that I've gotten so angry that literally, like, I don't know how else to say this other than, like, my head, my head starts to, like, shake a little bit. Because I'm so angry. Like, I don't even know what it is. That's only happened to me a few times, but it happened to me with him. So I sit down next to him, and I look him in the eye, and I said, you are going to pay me. (laughs) Like, the most, I'm going to rip you apart if you don't pay me. And, you know, I told him there was an ATM. I said, get the money from your friend. And he was like, my friend won't give it to me, and I don't have... I don't have my uh, debit card with me. And I looked at him, and I took the glasses right off his face, and I held them in my hand in a fist. Like, I'm going to crush your motherfucking glasses if you don't go get me $100 right now. And he was like, don't crush my glasses. He goes, he goes, here, you can have my shoes. They're worth $200. And I said, I don't want your fucking shoes. I said, I want my $100. I was so angry. I was like flaming. And he was like, I'll go get your money. I was like, okay, well, I'll be here. And I said, you better hurry. He told me he was all the way in St. Pete. So it was like going to be like an hour and a half drive. I was like, you better hurry because we close at four. Uh, and and it was like 2.30 at that point. So he was just going to make it back. So he got his friend and they went back to St. Pete. And I looked at the label on his glasses. I've honestly never looked up the price, so I don't know how much they were. But they had like a Ferrari symbol on them. So I'm assuming they were really expensive, I guess. Because I would think everything Ferrari does is expensive. I didn't even know Ferrari made glasses. So... so- 
he left the glasses? I didn't give them back. I wouldn't give them back to him. Fuck that guy. I was not going to give them back to him until he handed me $100. I can't tell you, like, I'm not about, like, you don't do that shit to people. You don't do that shit. Like, he knew. He knew he didn't have any money with him. He didn't even reach in his pocket to look and see if he had money. Like, he knew he did not have money. So, yeah, he wasn't getting his glasses back. I swear I would have just crushed him right there in my hand if he said he wasn't going to go get him back. Go go get me money. Like, I was flaming. So he leaves and, and comes back. And I gave his fucking friend $20 for gas to go to drive him back and to bring him back. Right? I gave his friend $20 to drive him back to St. Pete and, and come back. And I go in the dressing room and I don't... Somebody said something to me about the two guys that were just in there, and I told him what happened. I said, yeah, I said, that little fucking kid just tried to rip me off. And she goes, yeah, his friend stiffed me too. So I was so upset that I gave that fucker $20 to to go back and get his friend money. I was so upset with myself that I did that. Like, I could have given it to her and, like, well, this is the gas money I told this guy I was going to give him. Anyway, um, so yeah, that one. That's a good thing that girls need to know that they that they've never been in the industry. There are guys out there that will do things like that. And yeah, unsuspecting ones too. Like you know, I I wouldn't have thought he would do that. I have to say, I think, and I could be totally wrong. I could be totally totally wrong. But I feel like maybe that was some kind of like college uh what do they do those things with frats and stuff like you have to do something fucking weird or shady or shitty or whatever to get into your thing i think it starts with an e whatever it is i have a feeling that that's what was happening is that that guy the older guy the black guy brought him in and told him that that's what he needed to do because i don't think that kid would have done that on his own i just don't like he he just he seemed so uncomfortable the whole time. I just don't think he would have done that as a joke or for fun or anything like that. Like, I think he was trying to legitimately, like, get into, like, some kind of fraternity or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. The point is, there are ways that you can make it so that people can't take your money like that. And if I hadn't taken his glasses right off his face, there's no way he would have paid me. Also, most clubs, especially good club will help you out with the situation. And I know that when I got hired um, here in Texas, the club here, the owner did let me know up to three or four, three or four songs, we will fight for your money up to three to four songs. But he did say, but because it's bring your own beer, bring your own liquor, um, you have to, you're responsible for after a certain amount of songs. Right. Because sometimes the dancers, they'll see that a guy is really, really drunk and, and they'll, fuck them over. I was near a girl who walked in right after me and she gave this guy maybe two songs. She gave this guy two songs and I know because she came after me and I think the person I was giving lap dances, I probably gave him three or four and she came in a little bit after. I'm, I'm guessing she only gave him two songs. When we went downstairs, I can hear the guy. He looked really drunk, but I can hear him sobering up and going, I did not do five songs with you. So he was so upset to the point where he went and talked to the owner. There are some times where, and please don't do that because I really do believe in karma and stuff like that. And don't do that. Like, it's just not a good look. Like, and then. And it I makes all so of us look guys, bad, too. I have so many guys 
that I go upstairs with, they've been fucked over before in the past because they're like nervous. They're like, hey, um, I only want two songs, okay? And then like they stress about it or right at the right after the second song, they'll be like, okay, I'm done. And and they they tell me, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm not going to fuck you over. You said two songs and I stop at two songs. Girls will do that, but you can get in trouble because I know the, the girl that did that to that guy, they looked on the camera saw that she was only up there for two songs and they fired her permanently they told her not to come back so i know that some guys really are paranoid because they've had bad experiences so it goes both ways you know yeah i can't agree with you more like don't do that kind of shit not even just because of karma but literally it makes all of us look bad it does. Yeah. It, it does. It, yeah. it reflects poorly on every other dancer. So if by any chance there's other girls in your club that you like or you don't want to fuck over, then don't do that because it's fucking over all of us. Because if one guy goes into a club and has some kind of shit like that happen to him, you know, if that happened to me, I don't think I would ever go back to a strip club ever again. I'd be like, well, right. those places are shady as hell. Like, why yeah. would I bother to, to go through that? Especially if that's their first experience. Like, they're not ever going to go back again. I mean, maybe, but I highly, I would, I wouldn't do it, but I'm not a guy, so. Speaking of fucking girls over, because this relates to a couple more worse customer stuff, I'm sure you've experienced this. Customers annoyingly asking for sex for money or doing things of that matter. Some of the time is because a girl actually, one time a guy asked me for sex inside the club in a private room. He said to me, I've already had sex up here with a girl before. And and I believe it because I have seen condom wrappers um, around the couches and stuff. So there are certain spots where the cameras wouldn't reach and, and there were dirty girls that would do that. But that makes it so hard for me to just do my job and be like, hey, this is all fantasy, this is all fun, let me give you a lap dance. Because now they're expecting more. And whoever did that is fucking it up for everybody else. And, And it's just really annoying because a lot of the times that I will really, really get pissed off is where they're like where I'm trying to persuade them to get a lap dance and they're like, well, what are we going to do up there? Or like, then they'll blatantly ask me, well, are you going to give me a hand job? Are you going to go down on me? Are you going to have sex with me? No. That no, no, no. That pisses me off so much. That pisses me off more than them being a dick and not wanting to pay because I can figure that out. Easily. Yeah. Like, I'll figure it out. I actually had a customer that when I was giving a dance, my back was towards him, and when I turned around, he had his dick out. Oh, my God. What did you do? And that happened to me twice. That happened to me in Miami once. The guy was on ecstasy. I feel like the guy on ecstasy, I, it was an easier situation because I, I said, hey, no, when I started, like, calming him down, like, rubbing his head. Yeah. <laughs> I could just tell he was on something. <laughs> and I was like, you got to put that up. I'm gonna call security and he got all paranoid and he like put it up really quick but this guy recently in in this club here he was just shady like he was just like pulling it out like he pulled it out once I turned around and I stopped I said I'm gonna walk away like that's not cool and he's like I'm so sorry and he acted so genuine he was like I am so sorry like I did not mean to you know what you're right some girls, they, they do stuff back here, and I, I'm so sorry, you're right, I'm, this is wrong, and he put it up. And then, like, 30 seconds later, he did it again. Oh, my 
God. And that's when I threatened to, to like, get a security up. I said, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to go get a bouncer, and you're going to pay me for my dance. And he's like, no, 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 please, please, please don't, please don't. And he ended up stopping after that song because he realized that I wasn't going to do anything with him and whatever he was hoping for. But because I guess he was really, like, embarrassed or didn't want me to say anything, he tipped me, like, pay for another song. I have to stress this out. It's okay to make them feel like shit when they do that because they have to know that you're not about that. Like, it's okay to embarrass them. Don't ever think just because you're a dancer that you don't have morals. You do have standards. You're not a prostitute. You're a dancer. You're an entertainer. Yeah. It's just not, it's not going to happen. You wouldn't do that at a, in the real world. If you're talking to a girl at a bar, you wouldn't pull it out. I was all like, oh, that was nice of him to be genuinely sorry. I was thinking maybe he, like, really didn't know, so he really felt bad about it. Because some girls do do some shady stuff. So I was thinking maybe that's just what he thought was okay. And then you're like, and 30 seconds later, he did it again. Like, oh, okay, well, never mind about that. (laughs) I could have let that throw me off, but I, I didn't. Yeah. That's, like I didn't like once I was done with him and he tipped me I, I had to like be very like okay that was just him on to the next because I there's some girls that are not made that way you know it takes a lot for me to like crumble hardcore because if I would have been somebody else with a different personality I could have been so offended and disgusted I could have gone to the dressing room and been so upset or gone home and right I know that that was not even halfway through the night I would have not made the amount that I made that night so just don't let it yeah don't all right Um, so the next story for me it was late again I think it was probably like one in the morning maybe two I think it was a Wednesday because it was slow it was really slow and I hadn't made any money at all like nothing 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 I don't think I had made I don't think I had done a single dance like there was like nobody in there all day so this guy comes in He was a slob. He sits down, and I walk up to him, and the moment I get up to this guy, I knew I did not want to be talking to him. Like, I didn't even want to say my name. I didn't even want to introduce myself. Like, I knew the second I got up to him, I do not want to be talking to this guy. Just because I just... I just didn't want to deal with him. Like, I was still fairly clean. I hadn't danced for anybody, so I didn't even want to touch this person. As soon as I get up to him, literally, I grab his collar on his shirt. I twist the collar of his shirt like I'm about to drag him somewhere. And I step back. I lean back to the side so literally my body is, like, sideways to him. And I'm... Basically as far as I can be away from him with my hand on his on his collar. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm standing far away like that and I looked at him and I said, Do you want to dance? Or would you like a dance? I don't remember what I said. I never ever 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 use that line. Ever. But I knew I did not want to be talking to this person. And he said yes. And my first thought was, fuck. Like, okay, fine. I gotta, I'm gonna go dance for this guy now. So I take him over to the dance area and I tell him it's $30 a song, right? He says, okay. He sits down. Actually, I don't think he did say okay. He just nodded his head and then he sits down. We do one song and I was not about to ask him if he wanted another, which I always do. I always ask if they want another, but I was not about to do that. I was already in painful regret. Oh, and speaking of people trying to solicit you with sex, the entire song 
I mean the entire song from the beginning to the end, he was asking me to go to his hotel room with him the whole time, the whole freaking time. And at one point he said, how much would it take? Because he kept naming numbers. And at one point he said, how much would it take? And I looked at him and I said, there is no amount of money that you could offer me to get me to go back to your room with you. Like, like, I don't care how much money you have. I'm not going anywhere with you. So the song ends, and I get up, and I said, okay, it's $30. And he looks at me, and he goes, no, it's not. And I said, because there's a sign on the wall at Mons, just for anyone that doesn't know, that has 20 to $30 written on it. Like, dance prices are 20 to $30. So I said, fine, pay me 20 so I can leave. Like, I really was angry, because the whole time he's been talking to me, like, like I'm a hooker, which is okay, I'm not judging hookers at all, but I wasn't going anywhere with him, and I made that crystal clear, and he kept nagging me about it. So he said, I'm sorry, sweetheart, I didn't agree to that. And... I looked at him so in the eye. He didn't even want to give you 20. He didn't even want to give me 20. This is the first time I think I've ever felt my head shake in rage. So I looked at him in the eye. I grabbed the top of his button-up shirt, and I ripped it in half. <laughs> like, <laughs> buttons went flying everywhere. And he, he had pulled $5 out of his pocket and went to hand me $5. And instead of taking the $5, I ripped his shirt open and walked away. I go into the dressing room, and I'm like, I'm already calming down, you know, because I don't like to let people bother me for that long. There's literally nothing you can do about it. It's over. Um, you know, thank God it's over, right? So if there's anything to be thankful for, at least it's over. So, and it wasn't that long. I just was grossed out by him the moment I got up to him and whatever. So all of a sudden, Vicky comes in the dressing room, and she goes, Bailey! what did you do? And I told her what happened. And she goes, he's calling the cops on you. And I was like, he's calling the cops on you. Yeah. What? And I was like, yes, for ripping his shirt. So had I been thinking, I wouldn't have asked Vicky. I just looked at her and very calmly said, can I go home? And there is no reason why she shouldn't have just told me I can leave, but she didn't let me leave. So I get dressed, and fortunately, I had, you know, I dress very conservatively outside of strip clubs. I just do. Becoming a stripper made me very conservative outside of strip clubs. So, the same for me. It's so strange. Isn't that strange? It's happened to a lot of girls, I've heard. As a matter of fact, somebody told me, somebody that I lived with a while ago told me that, I told him that uh, I was, because he would try to get me to wear, like, short skirts and stuff, and I was like, I just, that's just not... It just, it makes me very uncomfortable. And he goes, you know, it's weird. He goes, I saw the VMAs and whatever the porn awards is called. And he goes, when you look at the dresses that the girls at the, the video whatever awards and then the girls from the porn awards wear, the girls from the video, like regular TV awards or whatever, they're like dressed with as much showing as they can possibly get away with and it's still be on television. And the other girls, the porn world girls, are totally covered. Like ballroom gowns that you would never guess what they did for work. I thought that was really funny. 
Anyways, I get dressed, and I had looked really cute. I'll admit, like, I after I got dressed, I took a little bit of my makeup off, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, there's no way that they're gonna believe this guy. So I go sit down and wait outside, because I was like, I don't want the cops coming in here to talk to me. So I go sit down and wait outside on the bench, and, and they were already there, and they were talking to this guy, and I can, I'm sitting down on the bench, just waiting, not, not gonna go over there and talk to him, I'm just sitting there. And I can hear this guy screaming, I'm the victim here, I'm the victim here. Vicky told me before I got dressed and went in the back that he said he wanted $200 from me or he was calling the cops. And I said, well, I'm not giving him anything. So I go sit down outside and finally a cop walks up to me and he just looks at me and I didn't say anything. And he goes, what happened? <laughs> you know? And I told him exactly what happened. And... He just goes, okay, and turned around and walked away. And I was like, am I, you know, am I done? And he goes, yeah. Then I went into the dressing room, and one of the girls that was back there, she was like, you should have told the cops he was soliciting you for sex the whole time. And I was like, wow, that probably would have been a good you idea. Did you say that to him? No, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking, I can't yeah. believe I just had the cops called on me. I mean, he was being such a bastard the whole time. And then he calls the cops on me. I was just shocked, really. I was, and I don't like cops. Like, I didn't want to sit, and thinking about it, even if she had told me that beforehand, I still wouldn't have said anything because that would have been more involvement in the system for me. They would have been like, oh, well now we need to write a report and you're gonna need to go to court and who knows what else. So, no, I'm not trying to get involved in all that at all. And I didn't think of it, thank God, because I don't think I would have said anything though because I just wanted to get out of there. That's all I wanted was for it to be over. So, <laughs> so that one made me really angry. He's definitely in my top three. <laughs> so, That's, you know, I never knew that story. Like that is <laughs> the whole time you were talking. I was like, I hope that you said he was asking for sex. No, I didn't even think about it. Didn't even cross. Honestly, it probably didn't cross my mind because it's happened so many times. You know, I I don't know how many times you've been propositioned for sex before, yeah. but it's happened to me a lot, and it's like a lot. It's, it's, me too, a lot. I yeah, mean. it it just doesn't even seem like you know. I wouldn't have even remembered it was illegal because of how much you get out. Exactly. Out. Yeah, nobody acts like it's illegal. <laughs> That's for sure. So, got another fun one. Uh, yes. Okay, so soliciting for sex, mm -hmm. that, that's a bad one, right? That's pretty bad for Yeah, person. I mean, it's really annoying. Some some of the guys are, you know, some of the guys are nice about it. They're not, like, and it, I'm sure, you know, it's not like these people are evil, right? But uh, yeah. it could just be annoying sometimes, so. <laughs> okay, okay, so I have another one, and it is also about someone who, through the whole song and the next song, just like you said, through the whole song, they were asking for sex, asking for sex, asking for sex. Yeah. And I kept saying no, no, no. But he was buying a lot of dances. So that's that to me is like an annoying, um, like you know you're making money off of this guy, but he's being really, really annoying about it the whole time. So like when a song was over, he was like, I'll do another one. And then he's like, and then we can talk about, you know, what I was asking. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. On, I guess do another one. But then throughout the whole song, like, he kept doing that, doing that. Till like, the third song, he finally said, um, he's like, okay, so where are we at? And I said, 90. 
And then he goes, well, I'll give you 150 if you come back with me. And I'm like, what? Uh, what? I'm like, oh we God. can just stop at 90. Give me my 90 and go ask someone else because I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. So it, it's just really, I mean, wow. those are like little experiences with customers that, that can be worse experiences, I guess. Just continuously asking for it, asking for it. It's really annoying. It's amazing to wonder what could he possibly be thinking when he asks you to just go home with him for $150. Fascinating. All right, I got another one that's really... uh, Okay, go for it. It was, I think it was a Saturday night. It was crazy busy. And I mean, crazy busy. As soon as I got in there, packed. And I'm already making a lot of money. I'm moving around real quick. I'm making a lot of money. And I approached this guy sitting at the stage, dressed sharp as a tack, attractive guy, and he was with a bunch of other guys in suits. Like, you could tell there was some kind of something going on there. And I go to give him a dance. I take him over to the side, and I go to give him a dance. And right as the song is starting, I go to start, and I lean over him, and I go and I put my knee up, like, towards his crotch. And I stop, and I look him in the eye, and I said, is there something you want to tell me before we start? And he goes, what? What are you talking about? I could tell he had been drinking. He wasn't drunk, but I could tell he had been drinking. And I looked at him, and I said, your pants are wet. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. He goes, it was just, yeah, he goes, a friend of mine just, you know, spilled a drink on me, whatever. And I looked at him, and I was like, all right. Fine. I said, I'll give you a dance, but I'm not going to get anywhere near you like that. Like, I'm not. I'll I'll dance kind of around that. I'm not, you know, going to sit in your lap or anything like that. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So the song ends. This is another person, one of the few, that I just am not going to ask for another song. So I go to put my clothes on as soon as the song ends. And he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting dressed. You know, like, what does it look like I'm doing? And he goes why are you getting dressed? And I said, because I don't want to dance for you with wet pants. That's why. And I said, I'll tell you what. I said, if you want, I will give you a massage, but it's still going to be $30 a song. And he goes, yeah, 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 that's fine. He goes, that's fine. And I said, all right. So I take him into the corner. So we're not quite as in the middle of the club as we were before. I sit up behind him. So like, I'm like, you know, sitting on the thing. So my legs are kind of around him and I'm like sitting over him, giving him a shoulder massage. The song ends. I ask him, do you want to do another? It's still $30. He said, yeah, 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 of course. So I go to keep rubbing his shoulder for another song. And this guy starts asking me to go back to his hotel room with him. And I'm like, no. I didn't even play, right? Like, this isn't even, I'm not even, like, leading him on. I'm not saying maybe. I'm not saying I'll think about it. I'm not pretending like I'm considering it. It's a straight-up no. And he grabs my hand, and he pulls me down next to him. And he's like, telling me I should go back to his room with him because of X, Y, and Z. I know at this point that he's staying at the Sand Pearl on Clearwater Beach, which is the most expensive hotel as far as I know anywhere near around uh, Tampa Bay. So he's staying at a super expensive hotel. He's dressed really nice. I can tell he's definitely got money. And the song ends, 
And I said, and so at this point, I'm just sitting next to him, not doing anything for him. And I think this would be song number four. So we've already, I did the dance that wasn't really a dance. Then I did two shoulder massages. So this is going to be number four. So we're at $120 already. And I look at him and I said, I said, the song is over. Because he's just been trying to talk me into go to his room for like, you know, seven or eight minutes at this point. And I said, do you want to do another one? I said, it's still $30. Like, I'm just literally sitting next to him. And he says, yes. So at this point, we are at $120. And another, I don't know, two songs go by maybe. And his friends come up to him. And they're like, dude, we're leaving. And he goes, it's okay. He goes, I'll take a cab. And I, I held my hand up to his friend and I said, wait. And I looked at him and I said, you should go with them because a cab is going to cost you at least $100 to get from here to Clearwater Beach. And he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I don't care. He goes, it's not a big deal. So, like, I know this guy has money. And his, so his friends are like, whatever. They leave. Literally, the entire night goes by and I have updated him at every four songs and I ask him at the end of every song do you want to do another and he'll say yes and then when it gets to the end of the four I'm like hey we just did four like I'm not playing around I'm not trying to screw him over like I could be making money there was still plenty of people in there so I'm not trying to waste my time I'm not trying to waste his time I have not let him on at all and he's still trying to talk me into going to his room the whole night goes by. The club is closed. Everybody is gone. And I looked at him and I said, hey, we're closed. I said, it's $900. I said, I need to get ready to go. And he goes, because he knows I'm not coming with him at this point, right? He goes, 900 Yeah. And he reaches in his pocket. He's got a pocket, he's got a fistful of hundreds. And he goes to flip out three of them. And he goes to hand me three of them. And then he folds his money up in his other hand and he goes to put it back in his pocket. And I grabbed his hand and I looked at him and I said, you owe me 600 more dollars and you are going to pay me. And, <laughs> man, oh my God, I was like, this isn't gonna happen. Like, I didn't even contemplate I didn't even think about the possible reality that he was going to walk out the door without paying me. Like, I would have called the cops. Like, I was not going to let him leave. Finally, I raise my voice at him. I'm like, you're gonna fucking pay me. Like, this isn't, you know, I'm not, I wasn't here sitting next to you all night for fun. As a matter of fact, I didn't enjoy it at all. So even though I wasn't doing anything, I probably would have rather been dealing with customers one-on-one. -on -one. So, I call Mark over. You remember Mark? Mark was the one that got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired, thank thankfully. Um, so, <laughs> I, I knew I knew he wasn't going to do anything to help me get my money back. But I figured his big, dumb, goofy-looking ass coming over there, just being in the presence of this customer that doesn't know that our bouncers don't do anything. Club well, do the not other one did. Manny or... Uh... Yes. Yeah, well, Manny's actually nice. Rico wouldn't threaten somebody because Rico's really, like, <laughs> way too chill. You know, Rico's way too chill. Manny's awesome. But Mark didn't do shit ever 
ever, ever. So I knew he wasn't going to help me at all. But I figured, so I called him over. I said, Mark. And Mark walks over and he goes, what's going on here? And I looked at him and I said, this guy owes me 600 more dollars. And I turned to that guy and I completely just, I kind of feel like I made it obvious to Mark, don't talk. Like, I already know you're not going to do anything to help me. So just just stand there and pretend like maybe you're going to hurt this guy. And I don't know if that's what did it or if it was already just too much time had gone by or what happened. I don't know. I finally, like, I don't remember what I said to him that finally made him reach in. And I think it was just basically, you're not leaving until you pay me. So he yeah. finally gives me the other $600. I swear he goes, some customer service. So anyway, he, so he paid me. He paid me. Oh, and by the way, this was also kind of in a weird way. I don't really exactly uh, know how to make it sound like a happy law of attraction story. The soon as, this, as soon as it was over, though, I was happy, right? It's the second I had the whole 900 in my hand. All my anger was gone. I was never, like, going to care about that guy ever again. Like, it was over. It was over. It was done. I got paid. I had told myself, I don't know if it was the day before or what. I think it was that day, though, that I was going to make more hundreds than twenties. Because I had never done that before. That night, I walked out with, I don't remember exactly how it went, but I had more hundreds than I had twenties. And I was, I looked at that money and I was like, that's awesome. With that being said, there is, because since we're focusing this episode on the worst customers, there is sometimes a bit of a struggle. But after that experience, really look at the amount of money you've made and really think about how out there a normal job, nine to five, that's probably what you're going to make in a week. Yeah. Or, well, I don't know how much minimum. I don't know what exactly is the numbers, but you don't make, that is not normal. Even, I've had even people in the medical field that have said to me, if you continuously make good nights, make good nights, you're making more than me. And I got school loans and I was, I'm in debt because of it. Yeah. It's a big, that is a big pro. Yes, this episode is focusing on bad experiences and worst customers, but only because we need you guys to know that that will happen. Yeah. But not an everyday thing and it, it trust me it is totally worth it like really like I mean I don't know yeah no I, I you're right I think it's... you're gonna get at a job like in one day hey here's $900 see you tomorrow yeah the upside compared to the downside like we decided before we got on this phone call that this is what we were going to talk about today was our bad customers and literally like out of eight years of dancing those are the three that I can think of off the top of my head. You know, those were, like, I had three that were very, very, very memorable to me. And then the rest that of them... stuck out. Right. And then the rest of them were just kind of like, oh, what an asshole, you know? And then you never think about him ever again. And you still made money right. off of him. The truth is, men can be annoying, and they really are, like, sexual beings. So yeah. it's going to happen more than once that they're going to be like well how much for you to come home with me and you kind of just have to brush it off and just say no right but I would so much rather be dealing with that than dealing with assholes at a customer service job that I'm only going to get paid like ten dollars an hour and I think there's so much potential like there's so much potential in this industry and if you learn to not let little things bother you because if you really think about it they're little things they're not 
these aren't deal breakers. They're just little things that build up. Right. I mean, somebody with bad BO, just stay away from him. Or even if he's the guy that's going to give you money, suck it up, okay? Take a good shower when you get home. You made some money. Always bring baby wipes. Yes. They're extremely helpful. Yeah, something you mentioned about you could be working a customer service job and still have to deal with assholes, right? And yeah. in that case, you're still going to be making, like, what, 7 to $10 an hour, no matter what, and you can't hang up on that person. Like, at a strip yeah, club, jo- you can walk away. Yeah, you can't, you, get fired. you can't tell somebody on the phone, hey, fuck off. <laughs> like, you'll get in trouble. But in a strip club, you can. I had a guy, I, I walked up to this little Mexican guy and tried to sell him <laughs> on a dance, and he goes... He said, how much? And I said, 30. And he goes, 20. And I said, 30. And he goes, 20. And I said, 30. I'm not going to argue with you about this. Because it was, it was, again, it was busy. And he goes, he goes, 20. And I just turn, I turn around like, all right, I'm not even going to bother. So I turn around and started to walk away. And somebody grabbed my arm and, like, swung me back around. And I thought that this was going to be somebody that was going to want to dance from me because it just felt a little bit like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it felt. I was confused. So I turn around, I look at this person and I'm like, hi, do you want to dance? Because I figured that that's what that was about. And this guy right. goes, why did you say no to my friend? And I said, because he's not going to pay me what I'm worth. Like, do you want to pay for it for him? Why are you irritating me? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming across as a very angry person in this video, but you have no, no idea like how emotional you've done these... it for so many years that you you know the game. You know, you know the kind of people guys try to get away. Guys try to lowball it. Right. Some and of them do. You know, you don't have to deal with that. You're still going to make your desired amount of money, especially because you're good at using the law of attraction. Especially because if it's not going to be that guy, it's going to be another guy. Like. I, I would have done it and said the same exact thing now. If he would have been the only person in that club and it would have been dead, I would have budged with him because I would have known it's such a slow night. Right. I'm going to budge with him, right. but I'm going to tell him that it's going to be topless or I don't know, maybe. I don't know, but I just know that you are aware of your environment. And if it's really, really busy, you don't need to deal with that shit. No, especially because you you knew, I knew he was only going to get one. If he's sitting there exactly. trying to, if he's you're, trying you're to, you're wasting your time and your frustration and energy. Really, it comes down to wasting your energy. Yes, for sure, and being very annoyed <laughs> at the same time. So this was a good episode, I think. I think this was good too. I think that this was actually really good too. Man, I did get kind of amped thinking about some of those situations from before. I really did. I mean, they had a real impact on me at the time, and apparently, you know, I still have kind of deep-seated emotions about some of this well that's that's a, that's a good thing that you're saying that because that's um a big reason why when these things happen to really really brush them off because it, it can affect your night right especially because you're trying to get in the zone trying to get in the flow of things so you really have to in your mind stress it like the next guy is not going to be like that because right. If it's, you know, this is already, like, this is in the past and it, it bothers you, I can only imagine that if you would have kept thinking about it throughout the night, it would have ruined everybody else. Other guys would have felt it like the time that we had mm-hmm. Armando. He did say that if another guy was being an asshole to not let it show because it's not his fault. Right, that was his number one tip. 
That was his. Yeah, that was the number one thing know, he said. He's just there to have fun too, and Good and point. other guys will pick up. You know, they're gonna pick it up. They're gonna see if you're you're feeling down or you're angry, frustrated. That's they're gonna pick that up. They're gonna be like, well, what the heck did I do? I'm over here drinking a beer, looking at pretty girls, and you know. That's gonna be one of the things that I start to try to figure out is how can we literally physically calm down after something that has been frustrating or irritating how can we make that go away there's probably a way to do it whether it's a certain type of breathing i have a method i'm not sure if it if it's work if it worked or not but no i it did work but i'm not sure if it it was just a placebo thing in my mind or what but well if it worked it worked what did you do? I don't know if it was just me picking up everyone else's energy because I tend to do that. I, I feel like I'm empathic sometimes. If I would talk to a guy and just right off the bat, he was just giving me like bad energy or he pissed me off somehow or something he did, I would literally grab my hands and like in a hand motion, just like shoo it off of me, just blow it back. Like, just like, okay, I don't want this. Like, go back to you. Like, one time the bartender saw me doing that, and he's like, what are you doing over there? Like, karate moves? <laughs> I go, no. I said, that guy just gave me, like, really bad energy, but it, I just kind of giggled and said, well, it's back on him. And then the bartender, after that, he kept calling me, like, the little gypsy. I don't know, he kept calling me, like, weird little nicknames, but he caught me in the middle of doing He's like, what are you doing over there? But it worked for me. I would just send it right back. You couldn't see my face when you said that, that you would just brush it off of you, but I think that is brilliant. I was at a conference once, and they had this martial arts guy come up on stage, and he got a volunteer. And I happened to know who the volunteer was. He was this, like, grumpy, not really grumpy old man, but this guy that was just, he did not play around. He wasn't the type to tell jokes. He wasn't the type that you would ever think has ever had fun in his whole life. Like, very serious guy. And he went up on stage. The martial arts guy said he was going to do energy work on him. He was going to show this guy how real other people's energy is and how much it affects affects you and it, or it can affect you he has the guy put his arm out so it's straight out his arm parallel to the ground and he's holding his fist in a ball like he's holding like a fist and he says okay hold your arm strong up like that and so he does and the martial arts guy goes to push his hand down and can barely move the guy's hand you know this guy's like real tough looking right so he goes to push his arm down and he can barely move it at all he then he tells him okay you can relax so he puts his arm down And then the martial arts guy walks around him, I believe it was clockwise, three times. And it's so funny that we're talking about this because I thought about this earlier today. That's so weird to me. So this guy walks around him clockwise three times, and then he goes back in front of him, and he goes, okay, put your arm out and put your hand in a ball. And he goes, you know, he does it, puts his arm out. And the martial arts guy takes his hand, two fingers, by the way, and he made it very obvious to us that he was doing two fingers, And he literally just pushed this guy's arm down. And you could see the look on his face was just like, what just happened? And he put his arm back up and he goes, do that again. And the martial arts guy does it again. Pushes his arm down, no problem with two fingers. So the martial arts guy walks back around him three times counterclockwise. 
he tells him to put his arm back out again and he does it again and this time he was like stronger than he was before. He proceeded to do two more things with energy work to different volunteers. It was absolutely fascinating. So the fact that you literally brush away energy, I think it's brilliant and I bet that is not just placebo. I bet that really works for real. Okay, so we'll go ahead and call this an episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed this. It Has this been fun for you? And this actually was fun for me. It's And I think it was really, really, really important that we started to share some of the bad stuff because so far, all we've pretty much preached is about the good, but there is a lot of bad. There's, in perspective, it's not, right? But the bad can be kind of extreme. But I think that they did need to start to know some of the negative stuff. So from me, you've heard, those are, I think, my worst of the worst stories so far, actually. So... So thanks for joining us, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this. If you have any questions or comments or whatever, please uh, come over and let us know. And we have a, at this point as of today, it's a secret Facebook page. I'm going to leave a link in the description below that doesn't take you to that page. It takes you to another page. And if you are a girl, then you'll get moved into the other group. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you next time. Have a good night. Or good morning, whenever you listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whichever one. Take care, you guys. Bye.